your friends. Who do you speak to about love, life and everything else that entails? I'm Jen Saderholm and I'm 40-something. And this is my friend Kirsty Fitzpatrick. She's 20-something. Despite or maybe in fact of our 20-year age gap, we've come to seek each other out for advice and feedback. We're more connected than you'd think. And that is why we've started this podcast, 2040, celebrating friendship across generations. 2040 Season 2 Podcast Number 9, It's Christmas. Kirsty, I thought we'd start this conversation today about what Christmas looks like at your place. When you've done your family traditions for years and years and years, that's the normal, right? Yeah. And that's what you're used to. And when you try and explain it to someone else one day, you tell them what your Christmas looks like and they're like, really? That's so weird. Yeah. I know. So I have a tiny family. Christmas was never a major day because there was usually at most maybe six of us. Mm -hmm. And when I married into my husband's family, they also had a really small family. So what they used to do is they used to number every present individually. Yeah. And then you'd draw the numbers out of the hat. They'd be the person who'd find the present. And then everyone would have to sit and watch while that person opened the present and then savoured the present before the next person could open the next present. Yeah. And initially I thought this was great. But then because we'd merged our two families and my husband's sister had had children and their family – we had one Christmas, but this process took about five hours. Yeah, sure. And we got to the end of it, and we're all ready to kill each other. For me, Christmas has often been one of those days that's sort of fraught with family danger. Right. Yeah, so I think I probably have a relatively reluctant relationship with Christmas Day, but still look forward to it every year. It just never quite goes how I think it's going to. The other thing critical to my Christmas day is that Santa brings me a stocking every Christmas. Yes. Oh, does Santa bring you a stocking Santa brings me a stocking and my sister a stocking every Christmas as well. And it's probably one of my favourite parts because if you open it last, after you've opened all the other gifts under the tree, you have loads of little fun things in that stocking and it just extends kind of the present time that little bit longer. So he always has a stocking for me as well. I'm so happy to hear that. Yes. What's your family Christmas look like? I have a small family too. There's only four of us and we moved to Australia when I was only five and my sister was only seven. So we had no family here. So a lot of our first Christmases when we were at that age where we were starting to understand all about Santa and presents and things, I don't remember and it was just us. There would have been ones where we went back to the UK. I know there's pictures where we were at my grandparents' place and it was horrible and cold and rainy outside in the UK and there was loads of us and lots of presents and it was just dark all day. But our family, we don't really have any family Christmas traditions. We generally, the day sort of pans out where we get up first thing in the morning and mum and dad always have their Santa hats on and they walk through the house and say, Santa's been, come and see, Santa's been. And then dad will start pouring the champagne and the orange juice for breakfast and mum will be playing Christmas music and we generally then do presents first. We won't do a lunch or a dinner because you're nibbling all day, but we'll do kind of a big meal maybe around the three or four o'clock mark. And if it's at home, my mum and dad have got a pool, so we're always doing silly things in the pool and there's always some sort of pool toy gift, whether it's floatable, inflatable things or if it's like water pistols. There's always something like that that we do. I now have a new baby nephew, so this Christmas will be the first with my nephew, so that'll be different as well. We've now also got my grandparents in Australia and one of my cousins in Australia, so they spend Christmas with us. And as you were saying with your partner's family, I've got my partner's family too. He's got a few siblings and we've got lots of nieces and nephews on that side as well. So 
there's no kind of set traditions anymore. It's all kind of merged and it's all just play up a year and see what you can do. Last Christmas we did the breakfast thing with my partner's family and then we did the afternoon with mine. This year we're doing all day with my family and all Boxing Day with his just to try and reduce travel, I think. We've never had a Christmas that's wrought with any family issues. They're always just a really happy day. For some reason I always cry on Christmas Day. I think it's because I get really sad that it's over for another year towards the end of the day. I'm not sad about anything. I'm not overly happy. It's just one of those emotions where I think I just am already starting to miss it for the next year. Yeah. It's going to be so different having your nephew as part of the conversation this year. I remember back, though, when I first got together with my now husband, that balance of in those early couple of years where we'd spend Christmas. Yes. Because we're still working ourselves out. Whether I was at that stage of being able to hang out with his parents and yeah. what about my parents, would they miss me? And, yes. And this year, this is going to be quite interesting because it's just the four of us. Oh, wow. And I'm not sad about that. I'm actually quite excited about it because, interestingly, I happen to know that this year, where we live in Canberra, for you listening, people leave Canberra. Totally. It's dies. like a desert town. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas Day, we end up looking after other people's pets. But my two closest girlfriends are going to be here. Oh, great. And so Christmas Day, we've organised an afternoon walk, and that thrills me that yeah. that's the new Christmas for me too. Yeah, it's funny you talk about needing to find a balance and bringing friends and things into it too, because this year mum keeps saying to me, it's the festive season. Don't make it all about just the one day. Spread it over a few days, spread it over a week or something so that you can have multiple Christmases, whether that's with friends or with our two families. There's always something special about that Christmas Day, but... I totally understand what she's saying and even sort of celebrating with friends the week or two before and having Christmas parties and that sort of thing. The weekend I just had, I was catching up with girlfriends on the Friday night. I had my Christmas party on the Saturday night and then I had a picnic with a group of friends on the Sunday and it was all kind of those last catch-ups before Christmas and New Year. And so I think she's really right about making it about a period rather than just the one day. Well, that makes me think of something else that I know is true for you. So in my family, my dad's birthday is the 17th, my brother's birthday was the 19th, my son's birthday is the 22nd, my best friend's is the 17th, my niece's birthday is the 20th, my sister-in-law's is the 8th. We have this massive clump of December Christmas babies. It's hard for them because I don't want them to feel like, hey, we're getting together for Christmas, but let's celebrate your birthday too. And I happen to know your birthday is in very early January. Do you get a little bit of a vibe of that too? My partner's birthday is in November and then we have Christmas and we have New Year and then my birthday is the 3rd of January. So it's all in that week of the Christmas New Year celebrations and it's good. It never gets lost but it kind of just makes me even more sad that we've got an entire another year with nothing to celebrate until we get to the next year. And of course we do. We have my mum's mom's January too but mum and dad and my sister and her husband and my nephew and all of my partner's side of the family but it's just a little bit not the same because you can't sort of go oh it's March or April or May and let's have a big party a big celebration for something I think birthdays are a really big deal and I think you really should celebrate Mm -hmm. Um, and I try to make a big deal of other people's birthdays that I'm close with but I think sometimes I sort of forget too because I'm wanting that period that sort of week and a half to extend and go on forever Mm. that when it comes around I'm like oh no this is the end of it as of the 3rd of January once that day's gone and it's the 4th of January it's just back into the normal year. Mm, I understand this totally. And having such a clump in our own family of December babies, we've always been really conscious of trying to make sure their birthdays don't feel like Christmas. Yeah, they're not losing out on a celebration. Exactly right. The last thing I want to mention is that I spent two 
Christmases in England and you talked about vague memories when you went back over there as well. Yeah. And we stayed with some friends of my parents-in-law for one of those Christmases who were kind enough to have us. For me, because I'd only ever had hot Christmases up until this point, the whole thing about the fire and the warm food and the snuggly environment. And it's still one of my favourite Christmases because it was so different to my experience. And then my father-in-law's sister came out and joined us for the other Christmas and she was so, my God, this is what Christmas can be like in the pool. And she was so thrilled and we're so used to how hot it is here. Yeah. But actually having what is, I suppose, traditional American, UK, English Christmas was so exciting for yeah. me. The one that I can remember was a Christmas I spent in Spain when I was 15, 16. And they don't celebrate Christmas Day. They celebrate Christmas Eve. They do a massive, massive dinner, drinks night, Christmas Eve. And then Christmas Day, the 25th of December, is only really celebrated by the young kids who are celebrating Santa. But their main gift-giving day is, I think it's the 6th of January, and they do the Three Kings what they do is you put your slippers out in the living room the night before and all your gifts are around your slippers when you wake up the next morning. And it's totally different and really bizarre. And for me, when I did that, again, what I enjoyed about it is, one, because I was there and because there were young people in the family, Christmas Day was celebrated and Christmas Eve was celebrated. So was New Year. So was my birthday. And then I had something else to look forward to with the Three Kings. So that was really good, but their traditions were totally different and it was cold and it was dark and as much as I was overseas, mum slash Santa still managed to get a stocking over. The few things, I mean, I'm not sure about your stockings, but they always have an orange in the bottom and they always have a pencil and they always have an eraser, just really fun little things as well as a bunch of other beautiful little gifts. And because mum couldn't send Santa, couldn't send fruit overseas, she, Santa, <laughs> instead of an orange, there was one of those Terry's chocolate orange, oh, oh and they, I, I absolutely love them, they're my favourite, and I remember I could feel it in the bottom of the stocking, and I was, what is this, they can't have sent fruit, and it was this little chocolate orange, so, oh my um, gosh, yeah, so I still got my stocking that Christmas. We had family last year over for Christmas who came over from the UK. I don't think it was their first Christmas in Australia, but it was certainly their first in many, many, many years. I think they found it quite bizarre too, but they loved it too. Everyone was in the pool and we were outside and playing games. And I do want to do a white Christmas though. I think maybe America might be my white Christmas Oh, yeah. Well, I have a vivid memory of we went out walking somewhere in the UK. It was dark and Andrew decided he could see that there was ice on the water and he's like, I'm going to put my foot on the ice. And stupidly didn't realise that, of course, it's not like proper ice skating ice. So he put his foot right through the ice into the water. And then for the whole rest of that Christmas Eve, he was wet. Soaking wet. Yeah, anyway, that's a memorable Christmas. The thing for my stocking is that Santa started this tradition where I get a kitsch dolphin ornament. Oh, cool. It's been going for a while. I've got awful pens, awful models, watches, erasers, all this sort of stuff. My beloved mother saw this and thought, my daughter must really like dolphins so she bought into it but on a more serious level and I had to take her aside eventually and say but mum that's a special thing that Santa just does for me as a joke please no more dolphins oh wow so just as a note to anyone who ever wants to give me gifts no dolphins that's funny that's Santa. well I have a little dolphin on my necklace and it's my lucky charm well I do love dolphins too but 
I'll have to just show you some of the things I've got. Yeah. And then you will understand entirely. This was a quick, sweet Christmas special from us to you. So from me, Jen, to your families, thank you for listening in this year. I hope you have a safe and Merry Christmas. And me too. Have a very Merry Christmas. Have a Happy New Year because our next podcast will be in the new year, which is very exciting. Also, stay safe. Make sure you look after each other and please get in touch with all your Christmas traditions. Tell us what we're doing wrong or what we're missing out on. You can on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, and we're also on iHeartRadio. But don't tell us not to be naughty. (laughs) That wraps up another episode of 2040, a podcast celebrating friendship across generations. You can contact Kirsty or I via our 20-40 Facebook page or email 20-40, that's all written, at gmail.com. We'd love your feedback, thoughts, questions, and ideas for future podcasts. Thank you for listening.